0: Zach Bloggerby, Lindsey Crosby, joined now by Rex
1: Bonder of University Ace. Rex, what's going on, man? Sir, I'm just glad to be here. I just uh, left you all sister station uh, over there with uh, Big Papa Ben Taylor over there. He's and, back. Uh, he's back in Better the uh, studio over here. Feels more normal. We've got Lindsey back in the uh studio this week Zach and I had to uh make it long I tell you we didn't uh we didn't know exactly what to do but he it was is, left you left him with a question it I was last week. it is good to be missed it is yeah, good to be missed we we missed you absolutely and uh uh i said uh I asked Zach, I said, is going to be back next week? And he said, I don't know. I don't care. I said, well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, you know. I, I'm surprised I'm he was just, that nice of it. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, we, we missed you, Lindsay. But uh, it's good to see both of you gentlemen in today. And it's good to be back in talking about our favorite subject, which is gardening and horticulture. I tell you what. Without gardening and horticulture, we wouldn't have a world, gentlemen. We've got to have photosynthesis we've got to have trees we've got to we need the lush green out there of the uh uh shrubs and we need the insects and we need the fungus diseases so we can have aCE hardware right there to help take care of you and so uh anyway uh it's good to be in here, and we're at that time of year. Uh, we're going into middle of August, and we're kind of in what we call a transition season, gentlemen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're transitioning from the fall, I mean the spring and summer flowering plants, uh, especially your annuals. And we're going to be going very soon into your fall uh, annuals, so I want to talk a little bit about that uh today about the transition period and a lot of people come into my little garden center and I don't have quite as much as I normally do in the way of flowering plants and it's because of this transition. Your growers are finishing up with certain of the uh, uh, spring and summer stuff and they've gotten their fall and winter stuff planted and they will be coming out with those uh, in about, uh, well, we'll start really uh, this coming week with uh, some of your fall stuff so those of you who are replanting pots and those of you who are wanting to go ahead and uh, take out uh, some of the stuff in your beds that is not looking so good because it's playing out because of the end of that season or because of the heat and everything. We'll start having uh some of those pretty fall things that you can go ahead and put in that will carry you on into fall uh and uh toward the uh winter months and then of course uh, pretty soon we'll have things in uh that'll carry you even through the winter mm-hmm. uh time along that line but uh uh We're lucky in our area, even though, and I've mentioned this many times to uh, Zach, you, and Lindsay, that we're lucky to be where we are in that we have the four seasons. You get to, you know, experience the heat of the summer. We do get to transition to fall, even though we don't have the extreme uh, weather. And then uh, we transition into winter, but it's up and down. Mm -hmm. We do have a winter, uh, even though it's relatively mild, most of the time here in our uh, things. And so because of our mild weather, a lot of our summer annuals that... uh, carry you through the summer will last on into fall, whereas uh, a little bit further north of us, north Alabama and on up into Tennessee and things like that, a lot of these things uh, uh, you will take out and go to strictly cold weather items, but uh, I wanted to mention some of the things that you can carry into fall and that we will have uh, even more of uh, in the coming uh, couple, of three weeks. And that's things like, and some of you already have these planted, but they uh, may need to be refreshed. And that's things like marigolds, coleus, uh your red salvia, uh, some of your uh, petunias, uh, even begonias will carry real well over into fall. And... Uh, Uh, geraniums and zinnias and we've uh, got some pretty zinnias in pot plants now that are just coming into bloom that are pretty for your porch and all to use in pot plants, impatiens, periwinkle, uh, some of your vinca uh, do well going into the uh, fall of the year and even things like ageratum and that's uh, one of the old-fashioned plants that a lot of people have forgotten about over the years, but a uh, beautiful kind of a bluish purple flower. Uh, Ageratum is a good one to carry uh, on into fall. So these are things a lot of you planted earlier in the year, but uh, don't think you got to get out there and tear them out just to put in fall things, because a lot of these, as long as they are pretty, will carry you right on into the uh, fall of the year and we'll stand the first couple of mild frosts. Uh, Not maybe a heavy frost but uh, a mild and that's usually what we have and uh, most of the time it's even later uh, before we have the mild frost and everything. As I've told y'all many times here in our area it's almost unnatural to me for us to be going to football games in short pants and a t-shirt and uh, starting out baseball season many times in a heavy coat and carrying uh, an extra sweater with you. So uh, the plants, you have to adjust with your plants along that line also. Rex Bonder of University Ace, we continue
0: our chat next. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby, we are joined by the one and only Rex Ponder of University Ace. All right, Rex, where
1: are we headed next, my man? Well, we were talking about some of the summer annuals that you can uh, continue as long as they're pretty to have through fall. Now, I know many of you out there, because of our strange weather, we've had uh, this year more rain and more overcast weather than we have in the past. And, of course, it's tricky. Because uh, normally we're complaining about not having enough rain. You mm-hmm. know, we're complaining about, oh, how hot and dry and how badly we need a rain. And uh, it's just human nature when we do get rain, and especially when we're getting a lot of We're complaining about how, mu- how we've gotten too much rain. And, of course, uh, excess of either one one end of the scale, either uh, too much or too little, causes problems. When we have too little rain, of course, things dry up. You have to get out in water. And, of course, you know, there's nothing as good as having uh, a good natural rainfall on plants and things like that. But uh, anyway, for whatever reason, and uh, one of the reasons being that we've had a lot of rain and had a lot of overcast weather, uh, that have not allowed your uh, sun-loving spring and summer annuals to thrive, uh, those that are looking bad, you even the ones that can, under good circumstances, carry you into fall, you may want to take those out and start again with some fresh uh, fall plantings you might want to replant. Uh, some of the marigolds and things like that that will be pretty and be coming from the growers, Uh, marigolds, petunias, begonias, and things like that because they will carry on into uh, through September, through October, into uh, toward Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. carry to Thanksgiving and after a lot of times. But then you also will have available, coming available, uh not too far from now, especially by the say the uh end of September and all a little bit, your true winter uh annuals and uh they are things like pansies, which are the is the most common and probably popular winter annual snapdragons are not far behind that uh, in coming not- in sweet Elysium. Uh, violas, which are a type of uh, smaller leaf, smaller bloom uh, pansy. Uh, your ornamental cabbage and kale. Uh, Love kale. You the pretty. Uh, yeah, I knew that was gonna. Exactly I, I, I didn't want to mention that first because I knew uh,
0: you tried was, to bury it in that list there. I but I saw right it through it. So He'd be so distracted right if you and then led with that. You,
1: you would be jumping on that uh, kale thing, and I. I would hate for your sweet wife to plant this pretty ornamental kale and you'd be out there, and she'd say, Honey, I think the rabbit's eating my kale. No, well, it'd it be me. It'd be you It'd be me eating the be kale because I can't no on, help myself. Uh, on that. Yeah. Uh, then your dianthus uh, will be coming up uh, for your winter uh, items like that. Now, normally these that are, are more true, winter items like the uh, pansies or uh, fall and winter items pansies, violas and snapdragons and kale and cabbage uh, and the uh, dianthus and things like that it's normally now a little bit later before they're going to be available a lot of people will start calling for the pansies early and, and we'll start getting in some early but be aware that while it's real hot they're not going to thrive. You may put them in and they may just sit there on you, and you'll say, oh, Lord, they're not doing well. I'm doing something wrong, when when in actuality it may be just the hot weather. So mm-hmm. normally your biggest stock of things like that uh, will be a little bit later, getting on over into September and all. But we'll, we, along with the other growers and all and uh, other uh, garden centers, will be – bringing in a lot of those things over the next couple of weeks uh, such as the marigolds and coleus and salvia and uh, additional petunias begonias and zinnias and things like that so there will be a stock of stuff for you to do your pots and to start changing out your beds but um, uh it's time to begin to give consideration to to that transition so that you'll have everything looking nice going into the football season whether it be college or high school when you have guests in we've got school starting back now where uh a lot of you will have guests coming in uh parents coming by to pick up uh one of their Kids, is visiting your child, and various one thing and another. It's just getting time to uh, spruce up. But I want you to also remember that fall of the year, and we talk about this every year, fall is an excellent time for... Say it, Zach. Planting. Planting, good. He's still over there. He's awake, and Lindsay is. Lindsey's punching the, on the computer. He said, a the, good time for The it. kale
0: comment really got me focused on this. I know this. it. He's fired I, up now. Yeah. He
1: got yeah. you on the ball, said Fired kale. up, not kale. Kale, I'm like,
0: Man, Rex I, is really kale in this segment. Oh, <laughs> uh, <killing
1: that>. oh <laughs> my goodness. Burr, 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 burr. Oh, my lordy. I tell you what, <laughs> that was, uh, what, uh, like oh. the, uh. And I've added that to my joke uh, of a couple of three weeks ago where you, uh, I said the dog came limping (gasps) into the uh, saloon and Mm -hmm. the bartender said, what are you doing in here? He said, I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. And you said, he's Rover there. And I added that.
0: Nice. Yeah. All right. Rex Ponder with us. Rex Ponder of University Ace joining us, as he does every week at this time. Rex, we've got about five minutes left to go in this week's
1: segment. Okay, and that's, uh, I want to mention, as I was starting to just a minute ago, uh, that fall is a good time to plant, and that's, uh, we talk about this every fall, about planting your woody ornamentals and trees and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, During the cooler season, when things are dormant, it's an excellent time, but the fall is another real good time to plant perennials. Things such as lantana and daylilies and uh, uh, even hostas and things like that. And uh, a lot of people say, well, why do you want to plant those in the fall? Because it won't be long until they die back and you'll be cutting them back. It's because the same concept is on planting the woody ornamentals. They will have a longer period to get those roots established Mm -hmm. uh, before spring comes, and they'll be ready to thrive and uh, grow because uh, here in the south, our soil temperatures don't get real cold, and even though the top may be dormant, the roots of a plant are still slowly growing in the uh, ground, so that's uh, a good time to plant those uh, perennials.
0: Yeah, like the thought process there seems to be as soon as we get past the peak of the hottest time of the year because that's the most stress on the plant. on As exactly soon as right. we get past that, get them in so they've got as much time as possible to establish
1: before the next growing season. That's exactly right, and if they can be established, they'll give you a lot quicker results In the spring, Mm -hmm. uh, whereas if you wait till spring, which you can do to plant your uh, perennials, even though they're container grown and can be planted right there in the spring, they will give you a lot uh, prettier results earlier if you have them planted in the fall and they're ready to. you know, start their growth cycle because they'll be well established in the ground. And so uh, as with everything that you plant any time of year, you, and I emphasize this because I mentioned a while ago that we've had uh, an unusual season rather than us talking about heat and uh, dry weather all summer, we've been talking about the amount of rainfall Mm -hmm. that we've had in our our section here and uh anytime you plant you want to make sure that you provide adequate drainage that the area you're planting in is uh, well-drained or that you prepare the soil adequately to make sure that the plants during a heavy rain spell uh, or season like we've had are not going to be sitting in water and staying too wet because most of your annuals, just about all of your annuals, just about all your perennials and all, do not like wet feet, so to speak. They do not like the root system, does not like to stay Uh, wet and uh, so you want to be sure that you have adequate drainage but have a good soil mix that will hold some moisture to keep enough moisture in around the root system so that they will grow well but not stay just uh, wet and uh Uh, Because when it's wet and the soil stays too wet, you can develop fungus problems. And people, we have seen just about every fungus under the sun uh, this year. Even there have been a couple of them I've had to have identified uh, to know the kind of fungus. We knew it was fungus, but we just didn't know the kind and uh, find out about it. So we've seen a lot of them this year, and uh, some of this can be avoided by your initial planting and making sure that you get uh, adequate uh, drainage and uh, as I say the uh, in planting uh, perennials you've got uh, you know you can develop a good root system uh, Mm -hmm. by planting them in the fall and Get established before hot weather, and normally we have an adequate amount of rainfall during the fall. That uh, so you don't have to do much. And uh, the other thing that we don't haven't mentioned is we don't have all the pests in the fall after it gets cooler and all, mm-hmm. and your uh, insects are dormant. Uh, you you don't have all of those to worry with. So there's a lot of good reasons to plant. A lot of your fall items, such as daylilies lilies, and uh, we're going to have uh, mums. We've got flocks. I've got some pretty red flocks in right now. I've got some blue coming in next week. Uh, lantanas, uh, calla lilies, foxglove, autumn joy sedum, galardia. I'll have in... Some more pretty quick, uh, gerber Daisies, Hostas, Dusty Miller, anyway, all of those things. But So get, get ready. It's time to transition into a different season of gardening. And, of course, as always, we'd love to have you come to ACE and see us there, and we'll be glad to help you with any of your gardening needs. Best customer care there is at University ACE. Rex, thank you so much for your
0: time, as always, my friend. You are welcome. i say tell you what, I had so much fun.
1: Let's do it again. Next week? Next
0: week, yeah. F- Fantastic. Lindsay, good show? Good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. I think we should. I think we should. We'll be back at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone. And get back to work.